Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Frames Per Second Podcast. Good morning. David, hi. It's been a long time, huh? 20 years. We should catch up. Seems like you're living a dream. <laughs> Unless it's trouble in paradise. I do have the perfect life. But you know, one day you wake up and the person sleeping next to you feels like a complete stranger. Things had worked out differently. You would never feel like you're sleeping with a stranger. Think you love him? I'm not giving up on myself. Can't you see? We were meant to be together. Everything he's done has all been to get to me. This is such a great song. What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Duce, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect, and you're now tuned in to the Frames Per Second Podcast. In this episode, we're reviewing the Netflix hit, Random. Still a hit? <laughs> I think it's, it's in top 15 now. It ain't top 10 no still more. Still no more? Okay. I think it's still, but it's, it's still up there. Uh, the Netflix hit, Fatal Affair, starring Nia Long and Omar Epps. And joining us, we have lovely guest, uh, Tyler from Dead End Gaming. How you doing? Hey, what up, though? Shell toes on these hoes. How you doing? What's up? What's up? Dead end family. Hello. Hello. Glad to have you back. And we got my homeboy from On Deck TV podcast, AB Animal Brown himself. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. What's popping? Hey, I'm glad to have you here. I, I, I hit you up about this review and I know you have some thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 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 I'm sorry. Did you watch it like when it first came out? Absolutely. My, my guy wanted to see it. Okay, you know what? I, I, was, I was held hostage. <laughs> so as we do usually on the show we go around the room and say our just first reactions to the film so i'll start off with the ladies shelly first thoughts after what as soon as the movie ended damn you seen, <laughs> you seen one of them you seen them all that's how i felt tyler saying, real. it was so bad i mean it was it gave me so many laughs that it was worth like I wasn't mad that I watched it because I was cracking up for like most of the movie uh, but I took kind of to what like Shell just said like it's definitely one of those things like you've seen one you've seen them all like there's so many movies like that and I was kind of thinking about that when I was watching it. I, was, I was also a little triggered honestly um <laughs> because like just the whole like him not taking no for an answer him not leaving her alone ugh. That that shit was yeah a little triggering, but other than that, it was it was really bad. But it was funny and it was cool to watch. You know, Neil Long and Omar Epps doing it. So not doing it, doing it, but like doing this movie. That's what mm-hmm. I meant. <laughs> what about you, AB? Hey, it was forgettable. <laughs> it was forgettable. As soon as it went off, it's one of those ones you forget about in like fifteen minutes. Like they like they said, you've seen one, you've seen them all. It's super formulaic. 
um, run of the mill, straight to DVD. That's kind of the vibe that I got from it. And I was trying to remember, I was trying to think when did Omar Epps forget how to act, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, for me, I, I'm going to be against the grain. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, like, I, not to say that I think it's really good or anything like that, but like, because I had super, like, Tyler, I was texting you the whole time to convince you to be on this review. Like, I was like, bro, this is going to be super trash, but I think it's a conversation here. And now as I'm watching, I'm like, this ain't really, like, I know where the movie fall off, but like, this ain't super, I've seen worse. I've seen worse, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. So that was my thoughts. It's like, I've seen worse. It ain't that bad. And I'm, I'm happy Neil Long is still getting work. <laughs> um, I guess for me, I, first thing is, when did Omar Elks become chunky? It looked like his face was a little puffy. Like his face was just a little bit puffy. And then, you know, the second thought was, damn, that motherfucker was crazy as hell. And that was, that was it. But the shit was trash, man. I don't know so how yeah, to say it, it was trash. Bad. So what's the, your what's your stalker movie game like? Like, are you do you watch these? Enough often? is one of my enough to me is one of the top. Yeah, but enough five. was the that's shit. actually that's pretty good. Saying, yeah, that's, that's, what good. Saying, that's what I'm saying as far as like I've I've seen enough, like Shelly was saying, like you've seen enough of these that you know where the ranking is. Okay. But this one was like, if it's the top 50, this is 48. (laughs) Is it? Like, this is like dumb low, but I don't think it's that bad. Like, the movie starts off with like, did y'all not like how the beginning scene where it was like, obviously the typical, (laughs) you know, have sex and then die in a few minutes type of scenes. But like, I was like, okay, the quality is good. I know that girl from a Tyler Perry TV show. I thought it was pretty, like, I was cracking up. Like, when she started going up to that bathtub, like, oh, yeah, I see you. This is a good idea. I was crying laughing. Because I knew what was about to happen, but it was just so, like, ridiculous to me. Like, I was cracking up. Did Tyler have something to do with this? Because it it had very (laughs) No, the guy that wrote it is some white guy. Oh, Lord, really? Yeah, I looked, I had to look it up because I was like, did we do this? (laughs) <laughs> and it kind of, it, yeah, yeah. Look, look at the, the, the. Yeah, it was about. But Nia Long produced it. She was one of the producers on. Oh, it. she was. Yeah. So she. Damn, man. I was trying to trying to. Get I know you was trying. I was thinking I was it too. I was like, to, nah, because I looked at the credits. I was like, oh yeah, Nia. Because because my thing was after it was over, I was like, there, like like you. When did he forget how to act? That's number one. And and so I was like, maybe he just did this for a check. Right. So I looked it up. I was like, and, and I saw I was like, white guy, white guy. Because I'm like, okay, well. Maybe that is the reason. Maybe he didn't like what was going on, you know, when he got hired to do the film. He was just like, fuck it. So I'm going to just do the job, but I'm just not going to put all my all into it. That's the feeling I got. Because it looked like he didn't even try. Nah. Like Omar Epps, people forget, in the 90s, he had a three-movie run that was legendary with Love and Basketball, uh, Juice. Uh, no, well, Juice was a little bit early in the 90s, but he had Love and Basketball, um, the Jay Reed, where he was the cop, the undercover cop with LL Cool J in Too Deep. And then he had um, he had one more right before that, The Wood. Mm-hmm. So he had a legendary three movie run. That was 20 years ago. And clearly he has forgotten how to do this thing called <laughs> acting. Because this shit was shre- like even the way he was looking, he just I, I don't know. I don't know where he's been this entire time. I don't know if he's been doing TV, but I haven't seen him in movies like that lately. But he, he's falling off a cliff. You said he has, yeah? Yeah, he was in Sniper, that series with, uh, um, what's that, uh, Ryan Filippi. Uh, and okay. that, 
Yeah, he's he was in that. So I was wondering, I was trying to rationalize his acting as maybe that was just how his character was supposed to come off. It's just crazy as hell and just very detached. Because I was like, I know he can act. Like I like I said, I've seen him in stuff more recently than those movies you named. Mm. So I don't know. Like it just eh. it made me cringe though for real. Really? So his so Omar Epps as what was his name? David. Y'all think he was just he was like was he the worst part as far as this film being enjoyable? I mean, it's all pretty bad. Like yeah, the story, yeah. the, his acting was atrocious, and like I used to be in love with Omar Epps. Like back in the nineties, I was like, "Bro, <laughs> to your point, kid, I don't like to say stuff like this, but yeah, he was looking a little, uh, you know, not as hot, not as hot, you know, husky." But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, his acting—he was doing that little tweaking shit. And yeah. what I was gonna say, like, because you you all were mentioning like some of the other stuff that he's been in, have we ever seen him play crazy before? Because maybe good he point. doesn't know how to play crazy. Right? Everybody can't do that. That's a good point. Okay, I can that's go a good with point. That. You see when people try to do like Joker, yeah, and it's like you're trying to be too crazy, and it's like you just look weird now. When somebody else does it, it's fire. Like maybe he just doesn't know how to play a psychotic person. Right. Okay. okay. I'll shoot him some bail with that. Yeah. What did y'all think about Nia Long's character as far as uh, Ellie Warren? I thought she looked amazing. Shout out to Nia Long. Uh, but I thought I, it was okay. Because after we get after we have the murder scene, we we cut to like obviously that's gonna be for something later. But we see her life as an attorney. She's quitting her job to start her own business. She's got a loving husband who initially we don't know what's wrong with him or their marriage. I thought he had cancer at first because all the pills and shit by his bed, but it ended up being another accident. But talk about like, what did y'all get from her role as far as within this? And was this something that y'all? She wasn't really about shit either. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, break it down. Look, for man, us. she didn't even fuck with her husband. Like in the beginning, she didn't even fuck with that dude until she got in that situation with with um, David. And that's when all of a sudden she remembered that she loved the fuck out of that guy. He was drugged up most of it. I think they were trying to give the the image of him being drugged up, kind of out of it, spaced out a little bit and, and being a little detached. Is that what they were trying to kind of say? And so they're kind of like... It, it felt like they were trying to say, like, this is a point in everybody's marriage where eventually y'all end up losing interest. And what happens during those times... This is just a crazy she said story. The about motherfucker this. was a stranger. I know, See? and she said it to the wrong motherfucker, David. <laughs> obviously, Clearly. that was he was looking for a, a, a crack, and he found a a, a fucking <laughs> window or some shit. Like he found, I don't know what that nigga's eyes lit up like a motherfucker. He said twenty years. He used that line about eight times yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. God damn! But he thought that was his yeah. They yeah, really didn't like, like set that up well. Like I feel like they could have even taken like two or three more minutes to make us understand what was wrong with their marriage because you couldn't really see anything wrong with it. Like, he was bringing her flowers and seemed to be, like, really nice and good. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, maybe she was bored. I don't know, but they just did. I don't feel like they did a good enough job of explaining to us why she was cheating on him. Absolutely not. That 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 so there's trouble in paradise. Especially that line for, came out of nowhere. Especially for David, like his he's I thought that was DJ Academics for a minute. I'm like, is that Omar Epps? <laughs> oh, look at like, damn shit, you let himself go in the quarantine. But <laughs> but, it, but to me, it was just like like Ken was saying, like the re, the reason why she stepped out because obviously David somehow some way seduces her 
in a in a way of like circumstance, right? Because like they she's on her last project with the firm that she's about to leave. David comes in to help assist them, her with the project. And then they, you know, you find out that they're old college uh, classmates. They go to a happy hour. The first time she goes, uh, uh, Nia Long's character goes to a happy hour in a long time. And her friend bails out, so it's just them two. So it's like, all right, this nigga is just like, it's all pretty much set up. And then that scene at the club when they go to the new spot after the happy hour, that's where it got weird. Because to me, it was like, this all, they didn't even fuck. Like, they just messed around. And it was just... You I thought it'd be a lot deeper for him. Like I don't think you have to have, usually with these movies, you have to have sex with someone Absolutely. for the crazy shit to happen. Not, not just like them making out, pretty much. I, I feel you, but there's some crazy motherfuckers out there, bro. Right. So, yeah, like y'all know enough crazy people if you think that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. I'm I'm happy for you that you don't know enough crazy people. But I can assure you that like Damn. Yeah. So so the trigger, this is where the triggering stuff happened for you, Tyler. I mean, it was, I, I, I think that I said, talked about this briefly once on like, is the mic so long? But I had to get a restraining order on somebody like once. And so this shit was like very triggering for me because I've been in like, I don't, I don't want to go into details right now, but I've, I've seen things that are similar to that. Not quite that extreme. Like didn't nobody, as far as I know, break into my house and be breathing over me while I was asleep. Because, like, that scene was so fucking funny. But, like, but, yeah, I'm saying all that to say that I've dealt with. I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, that, that shit was crazy. Like, this motherfucker yeah. in the house and just, like, who sleeps that heavy? <laughs> That's what? what I was thinking, too. I was like, bro, you don't feel that. And I know, bro, I know. And it looked like, he, like you say, he was breathing hard. You got to feel that. Like, <laughs> Because he looked right. look like, look like Steve Stout. So I'm like, bro, you got to breathe. <laughs> your, your breathing got to be heavy now, bro. You carrying a lot of weight on you that you used to do. Because <laughs> it was both of them. It was the husband and the wife in the bed, too. Right? When mm, he I was standing so. there, like, come on, man. Somebody needed the weight. Somebody had to have weight. And he was like, up. dumb close. Like, he damn near going to kiss her on her forehead or some shit. Yeah. Are we sure that was an affair? Does that count as an affair? That's a good question. I wanted to, I was like, ah! <laughs> If that's my wife, that's a fucking affair. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking it's an affair. affair. Stanley, would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, okay, good on you that you stopped it before it went, quote, all the way. But, I mean, no, nah, that's that's still too much. That's still cheating. That's still a fucking issue. We got a problem. Mm. All right. That's an indiscretion for sure. I don't know if it's a whole-blown-ass affair. Yeah, I mean, it was that's pretty short. Right? That's an entanglement? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indiscretion, my I feel like affair is something that goes on for a while because even if you just have like a one night stand with somebody like yeah you cheated but to me affair, when I think of affair I think of like this your whole like side piece yeah. and, like, like a whole years long thing I'm sorry my man it's all it's all the same. It's, all, yeah. it's a dump. It's all the same. I don't care if you cheated once or eight times. You still cheated. All right, bottom as, line. As soon as you held that motherfucker hand, it was like, uh-uh. Stay <laughs> your ass at the club. <laughs> Bring your ass back. They were dancing hella close. Hey, oh when, she, when she was in the car, she felt her chin. I was like, it's a wrap. I said, that boy. When she was reminiscing and shit, I'm like, man. Once she confided in him, that was it. Oh, my God. In the bathroom scene, like, you at this club and there's nobody, nobody in the bathroom. Where's at least that person that's in there that got the little soap that's trying to watch? Because <laughs> they was in a fancy-ass bathroom. That was, nice that was the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen. Man, like, nobody's coming in or out? Get the fuck out. And it's a women's bathroom, too, because that's the one she went into. Like, that's, that's always a line in the women's bathroom. Yeah. 
Like, come on, like, and you don't, y'all the two only, and y'all can have a little rendezvous for a it, little. It was, it was very convenient, but I understand it's a bad movie. They needed that. <laughs> so once we get past that scene of them just messing around, that's when she, you start seeing more of David's crazy side. I think we even see a therapy session with him and his therapist. He over here, happy as hell, giddy as hell, kicking his legs. I told us, I got new girl. I'm happy again. I got over Deborah. And we don't know who Deborah is, but as soon as the therapist mentions her, his eyes go white or whatever. So we could tell that he has a past. And we could tell that he's kind of like leading up to that craziness. What did y'all think about those buildups of like him revealing who he is? I mean, again, I knew immediately that Deborah was the person at the, I mean, at the, at least, at least yeah, I saw that it was the person at the beginning. Like this is, again, if you, they've used, this has been done a hundred times. So it's like, oh, okay, so that's the, that's the person at the beginning. And this is, they're trying to shape him to be, you know, as crazy as he's portraying himself so that it makes sense to the people watching. So it makes the, the things that he does to be justified. And it just, it, it didn't do a good job of that. I, I just wasn't buying at all. Yeah, I thought they'd uh, kind of brought it, introduced it too late that Deborah was supposed to look like Nia Long. And that's why he even got with her in the first place. She don't look so- shit like me. <laughs> really didn't and they said that and I was like bro what, was like, what? Dude, a whole life skin yeah, reaching, <laughs> reaching so apparently he had this obsession with Nia's character from day one even before Deborah. so but I don't know like to me the way they just set it up it was all they didn't fully set it up that well like as far as like him his obsession with her yeah as far as his obsession with her I don't know. It's just weird. It, to me, it was like a little all over the place. And yeah, I didn't sell it. Cause he, he even said like, oh, you know, I knew that you worked at this firm and I like took the job because I wanted to see you. It's like, if you got obsessed with her, then where the fuck you been for all these years? Thank you. Right. That's what I was about to say. It's been 20 years. Like, and he's a tech dude who, who can hack into fine addresses and all. It took him 20 years to find her. Like, bro, like that. I, I thought that was, I thought the time difference was whack. Another one. Uh, well, he was married, right? Yeah, so he was married to her. His obsession ah, okay. came after he killed, you know, his wife. Because she cheated on him. Because she left him. Yeah, like, she cheated yeah. on him, right? Wait, she, did she? With the white dude, with Travis. I, no, I think that was I her husband. they had been divorced. Yeah. They had got yeah. divorced, and then she had, like, that was, no, that was her boyfriend, because they said on the, like, in the news article or whatever, at her boyfriend's house. So, yeah. But, like, I think that her and David had gotten a divorce, and then she was, like, moving on. And he went and killed both of them, which is a thing that happens a lot. Like when you look at like domestic violence cases, right. mm-hmm. most women that are murdered by their husbands or boyfriends, it happens after they've left. Yeah, I I knew that nigga was crazy as soon as they <laughs> when they invited his ass over. To, uh, well, the friend over for dinner, and Courtney. she brought yeah Courtney, Wrong. and she brought his ass over. He was like, "Hi, I'm David." <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was about to happen as soon as like he was going to the door to let her in. I'm like, "This nigga about to be with her." And yeah. I didn't like her. I, I thought that was real. Like, come on now, like you've been mm-hmm. with this woman for years. And all of a sudden, you meet this dude, and then it's just like you just gonna believe everything that he has to say. Like I thought that, that was, was that had me. Yeah, that was a little bit off. Like y'all been friends for a minute. This nigga is out of the blue, and you over here talking about some. He told me this. He told me that. He showed me the receipts. I'm like, but how much time had passed since he met the was the friend Courtney? I think her name was. Yeah. How much time had passed since you know the incident with David and Neil Long's character? 
and him getting with Courtney. I, I didn't, they didn't portray that well at all. There's so a, I was like, well, there's a lot of montages in this film. Yeah. So it was like, I'm a get, I'm guessing there's at least six months in between all this. Really? Because I like, thought it was like a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I did too. But they, they, like, but they didn't say though. It seemed like must because this didn't her husband do a full recovery and some more shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> he out here running like again, exercising. Like yeah. yeah. He out of the bed like being doped up and shit. They uh, I don't know. I seen I saw Neil Long run more than shit me <laughs> like that in this movie. So I'm like, she got this has to be over more than a couple weeks. Because it feel like it would have been escalated too far, like, to, for him to meet her have their, and they have their rendezvous, then to go with her friend and be with her. Because he was with her for a little minute. But uh, that's, we but don't know. They never know. Like, how did they never, how did she never know that her friend, if they that close, was right. they? That's a fair point. Mm. Until he showed up at the house. Well, see, he a hacker. He could delete all that shit. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Pop up right on you. <laughs> like, I knew he was crazy. But when he showed up at the house acting like he ain't ever met her before, I was like, this motherfucker is out his guy. But you see how time. she rolled with it, though. True. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I guess I would have to. Shit. That, yeah. if, if, if somebody I almost had... Uh, An entanglement uh, with? Uh, what, what you call it, Shell? <laughs> uh, indiscretion? Oh, indiscretion. <laughs> yeah, somebody walked up in and I saw indiscretion. Yeah, hey, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> I've never met you before, but like you got them right. Hey, stranger, what's this, what's that song? Hello, stranger. <laughs> my my thing was though, like, why did she meet up with him so many times in between his craziness? She didn't. Like, like after the dinner scene, she met up with him again. Oh, at, she, when she that, walked in with the shades on. And yeah, the, the with the shades on. on, like somebody gonna like, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> like, come on. Wait, I think she was trying to on? tell him to like leave her leave her alone? Because at that point, she had already said, like, yo, I'm married, chill, like, we're not doing this thing. That was the third time. Yeah. You know, still texting her and, like, to the point that she had to block him. Mm -hmm. Because that's the reason why he got with her friend after she blocked him. Right, right. She put him with at the restaurant when he gave her that vinyl or the, uh, (laughs) forget you not. (laughs) Hey, that song, I was like, bro, they changed this whole song for me. I can't think about that song no more. Right. Goofy ass. Yeah, I don't understand the the eyeglasses. I do remember that, but she, I, I guess when you said meeting up, I was. It sounded like meeting up, like they were hanging out. No, like, like she, she kept meet, up, she like, kept having like, because my question was is leading up to is like when would y'all have went to the cop? Like when should she have went to the cops? Because obviously she'd have went earlier or at least told her husband about it earlier. It just felt like can't tell she was that. just she oh, was just know. stringing this and like you know he's crazy. Like you going you're leaving him room to be more crazy. By just saying, leave me alone, leave me alone. I'm hoping he goes away. Yeah, like you, you're thinking that, like you didn't know that he was psycho. I think she didn't really know that until she found out he killed oh, his ex-wife. But that's all the way down the line. Like once I he comes to your that. house acting like he don't know you, you gotta be like, all right, I gotta tell somebody, this is a bug. Nah, man, nah. It's like a continuum of crazy. Like you gotta figure out where on the continuum this person falls. It's like, okay, are they like, blow up your phone even though you told them you don't want to talk crazy or are they like I'm going to kill you crazy you know right, what I mean right. like it's level yeah it, it starts at C it's like horse <laughs> it starts at every incident when you get to like Z or Y you like okay it's cold red <laughs> level they got to spell it out but I'm just saying like why do I have to wait to see how crazy you are I would like I would think I would check that sh- am, I, am I bugging on that Shelly nobody like, thinks the worst though I mean, the second he showed up in my house like that, I would have been like, "Oh hell no, nope." What do you do? So, so you tell you got to tell your spouse at that point. Oh, no, nah, man. Because now he know where you live. But then you got to tell her about the. You got to tell him about the situation. Yeah. What'd you say? 
I would say that you would have to tell your spouse at that point because uh, like you, Tyler, I've had so many incidents with crazy. And it's like, you know where I live at this point. You could potentially be putting my spouse in, in, at the, um, in danger as well. Right, my spouse, my daughter. So I feel like, I agree that I feel like she definitely should have said something to her husband like way earlier than she did, probably around that time. Like it's an uncomfortable situation and you don't want to, I get that. But at this point, like if this motherfucker crazy enough to show up and not only did he just, it's not like he just showed up, but he showed up with your friend, which means that he took the time to get to know her, meet her right. and then make his way over there. That's like a whole lot of premeditation. Right. You doing all of that. Yeah. yeah. At that point, it's time to tell your husband like, yo, this we are in danger. He confronted, he confronted her in the kitchen or she confronted him or whatever. Didn't he say like he was already kind of under the, uh, disillusion that it was like something between them so like if you're yep. talking that crazy to me in my house nah it's time it's what's time even worse he got my nigga marcus golfing with his ass and he about the billy club his ass <laughs> at the golf course i'm like come on like you you getting my nigga my nigga marcus just healed up you know what i'm saying like he just he just got off the rest bed like i thought he hit Marcus. that's what i was just about to say were they implying that he was the one that ran him off the road that's what i thought too that's what I thought. Oh, really? I didn't. That didn't even occur to me. I was thinking about his story, and I'm like, because again, like, remember, I was saying, like, everything seemed so coincidental as far as how they initially met. Yep. Like, it just seemed like too perfect, and I was thinking, like, damn, he was behind her friend, not even showing up to that happy hour. Like, did he do something where she had to get more work? Was he aware of all that? Because obviously, yeah. like, throughout the movie, he talking about I can hack in that. He said, if I can happen hack into government shit. I can hack it to your little goofy ass profile shit too. Like that's a good point. That's one thing I'll say I did like though. I did like the aspect they made him a tech person that could do, you know, that was a little modern, you know, you couldn't necessarily run that in, you know, 85 or 90. I, that was a little bit of a modern flip that I that I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. They making him a tech guy, you know, switching out the texts and the emails and stuff. That was cool, but that was about the only positive thing in the movie, don't be real. I agree. I think the only positive that I like was just seeing both he and me along and kind of like positions of like y'all bosses. Like, you know, I'm always a fan of any movie that highlights the black woman in a very like powerful uh, leadership role type of boss role. So that to me, that's the only thing good about this movie. And they had paper too. The yeah, crib was lit. Well, I was about to say that that crib was the best part of this movie. That shit was I, hard. I wanted that exact house. That shit, that was, shit was laid out beautiful. I like seeing that shit. Bro, but as we get through the movie, <laughs> <laughs> to me, when the scene it like we're as we're getting close towards the uh the end, that scene where her daughter was in the house. And she was cooking popcorn and he was there, as we was talking about earlier, like he was breathing on Nia Long. But the fact that like popcorn was the reason why she ain't die, <laughs> he was around the corner that he just set the knife and left. I was like, bro, what was the whole point of that? What if she did come around the corner? Would you have killed her daughter? And then what? He beat the boyfriend up. And he, <laughs> he beat the shit out of Marcus. <laughs> nah, the little kid, the, the, the daughter's boyfriend. Oh yeah, he yeah, did because. Scott, Scott, <laughs> yeah, Scott. I think it's Scotty looked like a punk when he when yeah, he was Marcus opened the door. Punk, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew Scotty was done for as soon as he showed up. They have to kill somebody, but um, but I don't know. I think I I think that was you know definitely trying to just create tension because when I play it out in my head, so you kill her and then what? So now you got to go kill everybody in the fucking house mm -hmm. until it's just y'all. I thought that's what he was getting at. That's why I think I agree with y'all. You and uh, Shelly and Tyler like the motivations and intentions of who he is and 
and what his purpose was was kind of like, did you just want her together? Or were you just trying to have your own family with her? Like, did he even care about her daughter? Or did he just want her? It was just, I don't know how much, what kind of love he had for her. <laughs> like, it just, it's just all over the place. Yeah. And then, to me, the, whole, the worst acting of the whole film was this, when she was telling her husband, Neil Long, the story, the truth. Because, like, he reacted in a, just a blah. It was like, man. It was like, man, like, you really just did that? Like, it, I felt no passion. I felt nothing about that scene. Like, it just seemed like they was just going through the motions. Like, she just spoiled Game of Thrones for my nigga. And he just, <laughs> I was saying, and he, that was the same amount of passion that he had where I'm like, nigga, she been holding this secret for a minute. He was in my house or something like that. Yeah, he was in my house. I gave him... <laughs> so I played golf beer, with him. Played and... golf with him. He was, yeah. he was like, that was my best friend now. <laughs> I thought I met a new friend. I just recovered. Yeah, I thought things were looking up and up. Yeah, because that was after he, he knocked um, Courtney ass out. Because she still didn't want to believe. Well, she didn't believe it until she looked it up. Because he was like, you shouldn't go through people's shit or whatever. Because she, che- she checked his phone, right? Yeah, yeah she checked yeah. his phone. With no security passcode or nothing. She right, this nigga a hacker and ain't got a password on his phone. He like, think, hey, he probably think I'm the bastard. Who gonna hack me? <laughs> then Neil Long did the same thing. Right. <laughs> she took his computer and, and got in on two guesses on the password. Uh, I was like, man, come on, dog. His password was Neil Long. Right, I was like, come on, fam. Now, that, that was another bad scene. Like, so you telling me the guy who's a creep can't notice when someone's like creeping in his shit? Like, cause you remember he smelled her, right? right. So I was thinking when he when he stopped he to look, her. yeah, he smelled her when um <laughs> when he was smelling her underwear and shit too, and then he yeah, smelled her, smell with, her uh, panties and then hovering over her, smelling her while she sleep. Man, that shit. I thought he was. Underwear. I thought that was gonna be the thing that like, oh, he knows she in the crib because he knows her mm. scent. But then he just get a call from somebody else and just dip. Man, if he smelling her underwear and then he can smell her while she in there, that's. That's the whole thing. Bloodhound. I'm sorry. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, but look, yeah, like like when he found out like um about the well, indiscretion, is that what we, <laughs> That's what we're running with? It's a fatal indiscretion, not a fatal affair. <laughs> when he found out about that, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Nick. Like he took that like way He took it on the chin. Too easy. It was like cause I'm like, ain't no way in hell that I can, first of all, everything he was right. You in my house, I'm playing golf with this dude and, and shit like that. And then to find out that of all places, you in a goddamn club in the bathroom <laughs> and shit. As soon as I found out you held, hand with the, held hands with that motherfucker, it's a goddamn rap. And not only that, you dancing with the motherfucker on the goddamn, nah, get the fuck out of here. And I got the record at the crib too. Not only that, like <laughs> I got the, the vinyl to prove that you did all this goofy shit. Mm-hmm. Hell no, nah, we gonna we gonna. You, you and Courtney can both have that. Dude. I'm like, you, you better represent. <laughs> I was like, you better represent yourself at this divorce here, because <laughs> I'm gonna take your ass to court. Boy. That's probably why she 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 wasn't fucking with him because he just he was maybe too nice. Maybe he didn't fight hard enough for. Her. He did. I mean, he that. ain't fight at the end of the movie. Like <laughs> David beat his ass at the end of the movie. And I was actually thinking about that. Like, how do you? It was like five times. They got like they scrapped and then stopped scrapping and then he went this way and then he got in the car and then he whooped his ass again. Tied that nigga up with some rope. Tied his ass up. Tied him up and gag you. The fuck? I was actually thinking about that and I'm not trying to sound like, you know, but I'm just thinking like, as a, like, how do you watch your husband get his ass whooped by this nigga and how do you feel after that? I don't know. (laughs) 
Divorce. I didn't even that. He was tied up with his daughter right next to him. Like, hold on. I understand why she here. Right. But your ass supposed to go, <laughs> your ass supposed to go down with the ship. I ain't supposed to see you no more. You're supposed to like lay your life out. You either dead or knocked out. Be unconscious. Like, let's see you like you got hit in the head with a, a, a ceramic base or some shit. Exactly. You're conscious, tied up with some rope and gag. And I, he got like smudges on his forehead and shit, like like he got in a scuffle. Nigga, I need to see like a life or death type of fight. Like, damn, I can't wait to get here. This shit is fucked up. For round two. Yeah, <laughs> like, he got me tied up right now. Ah, I mean, but this is, this, we talking about the same dude that didn't wake up when somebody was in his house. I'm sorry, man. Like, I hear every... I he know was drugged just, out. He was on the Viking. Right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But yeah, no, ty, ty, man... Tyler, when I saw him get his ass whooped, I had the biggest problem with that. I understand. I'm all for, like, Enough is one of my favorite movies. I'm all for the woman whooping the dude ass. But God damn, like, he got whooped all up and down the goddamn house. He got threw off the balcony. Then his ass up. Then it's like, I thought his, like, whatever, his collarbone cracked. Didn't it look like a bone was coming out when he, after she was helping his ass up? Cause I'm wondering, like, bro, you already went through a whole accident with your bike shit, and then like six <laughs> months later, you got thrown off the back. Like, nigga, you should be dead. He, he gonna be in a whole goddamn uh, body, body cast, cast yeah. at this point, <laughs> <laughs> fucking around with David. But that's how movies usually do it. You usually they they usually do something like where it's drastic to the person that you don't want to be involved in the fight. Like they usually would have broke his arm or done something to handicap him severely. You know what I'm saying? But they just like you said, he had like a scratch. And yeah, it was tied was up and gagged. I was like, what? Man. Like, yeah, no, nah, that, that, like, damn, David won't work. Not David, but whatever. I don't even know his name. But he won't work. Shit. Man, Shelly, tell me why. Why did Estelle have to die? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did David have to kill Estelle? <laughs> she was just a good receptionist doing her job. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was just so pointless, though. She got her song played in the movie. That's the only reason why she was in it. Right. She was just other reason I even put that together because then I was, I was like, is that the still like, right? I didn't realize that until after the fact. I'm just like, uh, she's just pointless. But um, but let's talk about his little ditty bop though that he did when he, <laughs> when he was playing the record. Yeah, that was funny. The part where he was like dancing. That yeah. was funny. <laughs> what what had me weak is that he's the nigga that he's the nigga that broke the vinyl and he put it back together. <laughs> That nigga has some crazy. He has some that gorilla glue. Oh, I don't sound like a trap. That shit sounds kind of dope, though. It was chopping screws. It reminded me of us. It reminded me of like the um the version of uh, I got five, five on it. Us. Yep. Yeah, it was just chopped and screwed. I did like that. Yeah, that was hard. We'll be back after this quick break. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, 
You're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. My thing was though, like <laughs> David, he must have watched his one of his favorite movies must have been Life, because the way he he ain't had to kill that hobo and burn him up, pretend <laughs> like he was dead. <laughs> like yeah, that that's crazy. how he got away with it. They tell me we oh we we got to wait to get the the dental records and shit. Like that should have should have proved that he was still alive, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody falling for in 2020? Like police don't work like that no more. I just I thought that was ridiculous. I don't think motherfuckers is declaring somebody dead because they had on some clothes without dental records and shit. I don't think that happens. Nope. Yeah. Nope. How many people did he kill? What was his body count on here about five? Wait, no. Four. Nah, he, he didn't kill Courtney. He just knocked her out. Yeah. The ex-wife. He yeah, he killed two people front off rip. So he yeah, he killed the ex-wife and her boyfriend. And then he killed Scott, right? The uh the daughter's boyfriend. When Damn he did. he did. Well Scott I, dead. I thought he was I thought he was dead. Hey, oh, Marcus shit. ain't give a fuck. He was like, go, nigga. Oh, yeah. She said, Scott, she said, run, run motherfucker. Fuck that nigga, bro. We, we can find you another one. Go. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that. I thought he was alive. Wow, really? I could be wrong. I thought he was dead, but I wasn't sure. I, was I mean, he was laid out there, you know, with he wasn't moving. He was super lifeless, Boy. for sure. And he wasn't tied up. You know what I'm saying? I felt like if he was alive, then he would have tied him up like he did everybody else. That nigga was playing dead. I'll <laughs> he, was, he was like, I ain't, I ain't like this Marcus motherfucker. I ain't gonna get my ass beat twice. I'm gonna take my, <laughs> I'm gonna take my lumps like a man. I'm gonna lay yeah, down. He killed a stale. Somebody had about four or five people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was psycho. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had to put you up there. Nah, he killed a cop. How the hell? My thing is, this nigga moved too quick. How the hell did he kill that cop? Before he just got there, he, he just, just pulled, pulled up. up. Yep. The nigga throat slit as soon as they get out the house. Yeah. Because he was knocked out, wasn't he? Wasn't he knocked out at that point? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Supposed to be. Yep. Yeah, yeah this 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 move. Crazy people got crazy strength though, man. Like they got <laughs> they had him on some Michael Myers shit. That. What did y'all think about <laughs> as we get towards the end and that whole battle scene to like where they get towards the, the edge of the cliff and shit? Man, look, listen, that was the part that I, I was annoyed by a couple of parts that didn't make sense, but her trying to save his life. And not only that, Marcus trying to hold her while she's trying to save his life. Listen, you just had an indiscretion with this motherfucker. You to save him. I'm sorry, I'm going to yeah, let that foot go. Uh, you need to let his ass go. You got two seconds. Yep. You got to go. You got to go. That That was... Stupid. Marcus was such a chump. Like yeah, he was lying. Like, bro, like first and, and it's like throughout this whole thing, like she I give her credit. Like once she ended it, she was done. So why are you trying to save him? Do you value his life like that? This motherfucker just tied up your husband, whooped his ass all up and down the goddamn house, threw his ass over on off the damn goddamn balcony. You just got the motherfucker back walking and shit, and he about to put this motherfucker back in the goddamn cast. And you trying to stop him from going over a cliff. My he got to go. He beat his ass so bad they had to sell the house. 
<laughs> at the end of the I can't sleep here no more. I can't on that when you. No, I see you. I see your ass deep. I just remind her that ass over you got. <laughs> just, my, it didn't make sense at all because of for how much trauma not only he put you through, but your friend, your husband, damn near even your daughter. She don't even know about the shit. He was about to kill her daughter. Like it made no sense for her to like almost fall. I thought his his ass was gonna try to pull her, like pull them both off together. Like, he was like, all right, if I can't have you, nobody can. That's what I thought he was about to do for how damn long they were staring at each other. I was like, damn, nigga, you going to pull him up or not? <laughs> Shit, you, what you looking at his eyes for? Shit, I'm right here. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, that, that, and that. I would have peeled them fingers wet. <laughs> and when they show his body on the beach, I was laughing so <laughs> That his leg. <laughs> <laughs> They had him laid out like he was a damn motherfucking Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> he looked like the toys in Toy Story when they got to like lay back down. When oh, he thought about Woody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shelly, what, what did you think about that ending? I thought it was terrible. It took me back to that movie Obsessed with Beyonce and Idris, like where uh, I think the crazy white girl was trying to... Um, at the end where she was dangling too. It was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you've seen one of those movies, you've seen them all. Like, it was just, it was so weak to me. I just thought like, why are you doing all this? Like, let his ass go. And then on top of this, on, on top of that, like this motherfucker, I forgot exactly what happened, but you come around the corner and Marcus is just gone. Like, nigga just disappeared. He, he in the fucking bushes hiding. And then he came out trying to ambush David and got his ass whooped again. Yeah, where did where did he go? Where did he come from though? Uh, I don't he know. his ass in the hide and he came out. Oh. <laughs> uh, him and Neil Long were right next to each other, and then two seconds later he was gone, and then David was there. I don't know I if like, that was I didn't know if that was a plan that they came up with as they were uh, running, like, look, let me be the let me be the distraction, and then you come absolutely out. Absolutely not. Because like, and my thing is she kept dropping weapons. Like, weapons to kill. Like, she stabbed a nigga and left it in there and ran. Like, twist that bitch. All right, let's pull it out. Stab again. Like, come on. You had a big-ass log. She hit him twice, dropped it. Just to kill. Like, nigga, he down. All right, Marcus been down. He been down since the beginning. You met, since the start of your marriage. This nigga been down. <laughs> so, lay that nigga down. He continue beating his ass. All right? I don't know. For me, I, this is where... Y'all, all right, y'all talking me into hating the movie now. Because now, yeah, I, at first I said it wasn't that bad. <laughs> that was my follow-up question. Like, is it that bad? Is it as bad as everyone said it is? Because I don't know who, if y'all saw the trailer before this. We're actually seeing the movie or just, like, hearsay from everybody else. Like, does it live up to the <laughs> the hype? It had, it, it had hype coming in? As far as, shit, it was top 10 when it came out. I mean, people will watch it because, I mean, it's, it was, I think it was trending for all the wrong reasons. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, did it live up to the hype of, like, this is a trash movie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 for an hour and a half, it was fun watching it for just how bad it was. Like, I ain't have shit else to do. Right. And, um, and, you know, I, I felt like it was, it was um, you know, one of those, like you said, if we could do Hamilton, we could at least talk about this. And... I'm always of the mindset that black people can have bad movies too. I think that helps with equality in this weird sort of way. So if, <laughs> if it is what it is, then, you know, that's it. It was, it was great to kind of like the water cooler talk to be in the, in the conversation about, yeah, did y'all see how terrible this movie was? Yeah, it was that bad. I saw the trailer. The tra- to me, the trailer looked bad. You know what I'm saying? But she wanted to watch it any damn way. And I was like, all right. So, why did she say why? 
Nah, it's just something to do. Okay. It's just something with Neil Long and Omar Epps. It's just some nostalgia with that. And it's just something to watch. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like hearing like people talk about it. Nah, nah, like nah, nah, just, nah, yeah. Quarantine with something to watch. You know what I'm saying? But I, the, the stalker, I actually like the stalker type movies, but I like when they're done with a little bit of a, of a twist and not just relationships only. Mm-hmm. Like, the, um, like the De Niro joint. The fan with him and Wesley Snipes, where he was like a a, a baseball fan and he was stalking him oh, on yeah, that yeah, tip, yeah, yeah, or like you know just something a little different, or like one hour photo with Robin Williams, or, where he was the dude working at the Walgreens and he was stalking the family. Give me something a little, yeah. just a little different, other than I'm trying to break up this home and it, it just get played. Yeah, there's a movie called The Gift with uh, Jason Batum and mm. Joe yeah, Edgerton. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one was that's dope. That's a dope one too. Word. Yeah, because about- how, how did you end up watching it, Chef? Um, I actually was at a baby shower and some of the girls were talking about it and it piqued my interest just based off of that. But I hadn't seen the trailer or anything, but they, I like to go into things with my own just kind of mindset. I don't like for anybody to set it up one way or the other for me, but they did talk about how they felt like the acting was just very subpar. So that made me very interested because, you know, I love me some Nia and I love Omar, but, um, yeah, this wasn't it. Were they talking about it positively or no, negatively? They said it was like a lifetime movie, basic. Basically, yeah, that sounded about right. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch? Did you, you, did people watch with you? Hell no. But but Tyler and Shelly, as you mentioned it, like the acting. So like after watching this, how do y'all view Nia Long and Omar as far as their acting careers? I mean, their place is solidified in our history. Yeah. So it didn't change my mind about them. It was just a bad movie, but it didn't change my opinion about them at all, other than what I said earlier about like Omar Epstein was as good as he used to. But do any of us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't 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 try to don't try to soften it now. <laughs> that, that nigga lost it. All right. We all do, but we not not like how he did. I didn't think he looked that bad. He they both that good. They both looked Different. I mean, obviously, everybody. <laughs> Here you go again with your <laughs> synonyms. Uh, but um, not the same. It didn't change my mind about them as you know, an actor and actress. Um, with respect, you know, Nia Long was just in power. She had a couple episodes when she was in that, and uh, Omar Epps has he's done some TV. So, like, it was just bad. This was just bad. It just, it was bad. <laughs> was it more the script? Then the acting or a little bit of both? It was both. It was both. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I, again, just the cinematography is what I really like. Like, it was just, it just looked good as far as like, oh, okay, they put money into the, the camera work. But outside of that, everybody was just giving it like a half-ass effort to me. Like, it was like, all right, this is for the check. This is just to have our fist up. It's a black movie, quote unquote. It seemed like it might've been the director's first. Mo- it's not? He got a long, he has a long list of movies and shit that you, well, I've never heard about. Uh, okay, I kind of want to look and see now. But w- does anybody know what the budget on this was? Like, maybe they had like a really tight production yeah, the, schedule the, and they were rushing, or that's on, a good see. question. I, I can't see this movie being made more than twenty million, though. Damn, that's a lot. Not not these days well, for a movie. It, it didn't, I mean, but I don't think it went to um, Netflix. Bought it, right? Netflix. It's a Netflix original. I think. Yeah. So I think. You know, they probably earned, you know, got their money's worth because, you know, for at least a week. I think this shit, uh, shit, Michelle Obama's damn show didn't even hit number one on Netflix. Mm. Her documentary for it, I remember. 
I think they were acting. Yeah, it doesn't it don't it doesn't say the budget because it's Netflix, but uh, we can kind of guess. We can ballpark. I ballpark it under twenty. It's got to be under twenty. So maybe so maybe they went to him with this idea. Well, no, maybe he went to them with this idea. And and you know what? I, I think also like looking at the guy, Peter Sullivan is his name. Mm. So once and he's he looks like he's white white. I don't know much about the guy, so I don't know if he's like a down white or a white, white white or <laughs> yeah. But one way or the other, like it's it's probably like going back to the script and the story. Like the story is easy to do, right? You can just anybody can write these stories. But maybe like the I guess you said the screenplay or whatever the the dialogue. Maybe that's where he just wasn't really good at that because you're dealing with pretty much an all black cast in this in this movie. So maybe whoever wrote it, maybe he's just not good at writing for black people. Mm-hmm. And, and if you pull them out and put white people in, you know, it would still be bad, I believe. But I think with him not being able to, because, you know, we as black people, man, we have a certain flair and a style and a charisma to, to ourselves. So, and, and I don't know if he was able to kind of tap into that. And probably on scene, well, Neil, she produced it, but... So that's what I was thinking after the fact. I was like, okay, so he just looked like he's just so white. He just came right for black. I don't even, I think it's a little bit of that, but it's also, I think as far as like it being made and the way it was made, I think this was also like one of the, I think this is Nia Long getting her bag. Is like, let me see if I can create a movie and get buzzed and, and let me see if I can get into more producing. Mm. Because like how many black women producers, especially like a, with who actually have acting chops in a career, have their own production company and stuff like that. I think that's what she's trying to get more into on the back end side. Cause like Shelly, you mentioned she's been doing acting off and on, but I feel like she's been more involved behind the scenes with her stuff. And obviously usually whenever someone goes off and produces a movie, they usually star in it too. Just yeah. to be like, all right, that's, that's cut to show the budget. You, that's cut the budget. Also show you how invested I am in this project. I'm willing to, you know, be the face of it. So, I, and obviously Netflix is about diversity and shit. So it just, it just, to me, it just makes sense why it happened. But again, if we're talking about the quality, it's just like, I just expected more. Yeah. Would you be surprised if they did a sequel? <laughs> How could they do a sequel? <laughs> hey, man, listen, we done seen we, some strange we do, But shit. hey, Scotty alive, and he's he going to for a man. Like, he going to get his dad hurt, Marcus. Hey, I'm like, nigga, I heard what you said and hey, left my ass. <laughs> I was really expecting David to pop up and be alive at the end. I really was. <laughs> I mean, it's been such a bad script. Like, why not have him pop up some, like, he... Had a, a little twist. ledge on the cliff that he landed on and like, dropped his body or some shit. I mean, with the rest of the shit that went on, like on some Family Guy shit when Peter fight the chicken. Like he always got, he always show life at the end. I'm surprised he didn't land on his feet, man. How whack this movie! <laughs> like this, uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I'd be like, oh, there you go, and he just run off. <laughs> <laughs> you think that that, have, uh, that we're limited to movies like this and love movies? I mean, because if you think about it most of the black movies that are made recycle the same handful of black actors and actresses. And it typically either is like a, like a love Jones or like that type of storyline or something like this. I would say like the movies that get funding and get like, you know what I mean? Are the, are those, because I feel like if you go to, for example, like film festivals or like on the independent film circuit, there's a bunch of variety in black, which is actually one of my favorite reasons to go to like black film festivals because you see so much like dope stuff and so much variety. But unfortunately, because of the people that are in charge and the people who get to decide what movies are greenlit and most of them are white men, 
you know, they just kind of stick us in this one little lane. And it's getting better, but that's still like a huge issue. It's getting better as we get more positions of power, but that's still like a huge issue. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so I, I so Nia Long was apparently upset that the uh, that it lacked diversity in terms of the production crew, mm. and that she said that where is it? Uh, she said the reality is this film came from a production company, and they brought the film to Netflix. And they were, they are exactly what you said. So when Netflix decided to do the film, it was their idea to make this a black lead film. And I was on board with that. But long added, noted that the film was in pre-production before she became attached and that there were not a lot of black people back there. The only black person, other black person they hired was the screenwriter, which was Rashida Garner. So yeah, so yeah, so I can going back to what I was saying, so I, I could see... If she was upset about that, maybe she probably did mail in this whole damn movie. Maybe her and Omar talked about it, and they were like, we're going to get this check, but this is some bullshit. That's interesting. I would like for her to elaborate on that. Because someone could say motives. that. Because someone could say, like, you just covering your ass for how bad it's been received. Right. I'm saying, oh, this shit was already bad before I got a, <laughs> right. attached to it. That's kind of what she said. Yeah, it was already bad. but you know, I mean, I'm going to go with Neil with her story, but I, I got to... That's what I was saying as far as, like, what are y'all um, thoughts after seeing them in a movie like this? Are y'all quick to go see another movie with, like, either one of them or both of them starring again? Because, again, it's just like, yeah, we could put them in the Hall of Fame. But, like you were saying, Shelly, like, we keep recycling these same actors. So, I guess we kind of still expect the same quality of acting or at least those type of movies that made us, like, respect them in the first place. But we're not getting that at least consistently anymore. So, what would make someone go back? Um, I think what would make me go back is just simply for the support of it. Um, I'm always going to try to support a black film. Um, if I can, I love Nia Long. I think that it's great that she and others like Kerry Washington and some others in the industry are taking the, um, the behind the scenes route. So I don't know, like, I just get tired of seeing the same type of movie over and over again. I definitely feel you. And I'm kind of like on that same boat. Like I'll watch stuff to support kind of, you know, to go along with like what Issa Rae said about how I'm rooting for everybody black. And she also talked about how we don't have the same freedom to make bad movies and still get more stuff greenlit. But, you know, white people can make a million movies that are bad and they'll still get the money, but we're held on like a much different standard. Um, So, you know, I don't, I, I, I'll support because it's them. And also, because like I said earlier, like Nia Long and Omar Epps definitely have already cemented their place in Black culture, as far as I'm concerned. So one bad movie isn't going to make me feel any differently about them or want to watch something else that they're in. Not to make a sequel to this shit, I ain't watching it. (laughs) Not even for the spin? (laughs) Just to give them that watch? I watch the laugh. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm supporting too, just just for that cause. But I, I like... Bro, I like seeing fresh faces, man. Like, let's switch it up. Let's get some youngsters. Let's get some people that well, I'm shit, not a, familiar a, with. A youngster in this movie, me, but like, I ain't, I ain't never seen another movie with this motherfucker again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I'm a, saying. Like, if that, it's some bullshit, then yeah, that might could hurt for I, sure. I, someone else has brought up this point before on, on this podcast, but it's just like we, it does get to that point where like we can't just support just off of the cuff, like, because then again, that makes the quality of the expectations of quality kind of be like, it doesn't matter. We're just happy you made it. It's kind of like, we just happen to be here. 
So, because the reason that these is it is it because the reason these type of movies are the ones that get greenlit is because they keep they do numbers. They do numbers. Like it's the it was top ten. So why wouldn't anybody else greenlit a sequel? There could be a Fatal Attraction, uh, a Fatal Affair too. I see what you're saying. I disagree only because like we're still in a very precarious position as it relates to Hollywood. And like I said, the people that are in charge of deciding what movies get funded, especially at like the bigger companies. So it's one of those things I've um, I've said this before in like a lot of different on a lot of different topics, but there kind of has to be an intentional shift. Like you think about it as like um, like a pendulum swinging. It's like if the pendulum is over here where most of the monies that are uh, most, most of the movies that are getting greenlit are off for like white people. And we eventually want to get it in the middle so that it's even. Like, we got to swing it so it's like, okay, black movies make money. Y'all green light more black movies. And then once the pendulum, like, shifts back over here, you know, like, it gets to that middle point, then we can start kind of trying to hone that in better. But now we need to, like, get – we have to still support so that they don't just turn around and say, oh, black movies don't make money, and now we're not going to fund this shit no more. Mm. Yeah, that'd be tragic. You said Fatal Attraction too. That's the OG of this shit right here. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's probably the OG Bobby Johnson and the Stalker chick or Stalker guy movie. More than Misery. I don't know which one came out first. I think maybe Fatal Attraction. I think Fatal Attraction walked, so this could trip and no. fall. <laughs> <laughs> like this shit. This shit and Fatal Attraction came out first. It came out in '87. And Misery came out in 1990. That's the OG, man. I'm telling I like you. Misery more than Fatal Attraction. It's been too long since I've seen either one. I can't come. I ain't got Misery is well, the first one I saw, so maybe that's because it's the first one I saw, but yeah. I feel like Misery I, is a better movie, but I mean, Fatal Attraction has kind of made itself into just our colloquial speech where you would just describe a situation like that as a Fatal Attraction like, yeah. and think about that movie. I feel like that movie has definitely kind of has the OG status for this particular kind of plot. Yeah. yeah. What's one of the better, real quick, what's one of the better this type of movies? I know you said enough. I would say The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. That's a classic. The Hand That Rocks That's the Cradle fire. Shit. I love that movie. And then Cape Fear is kind of a I'm stalking mm-hmm. you and trying to kill you and your family type movie. It doesn't have the romance element, but like y'all were saying earlier, sometimes that's better. But yeah, Hand the Rocks the Cradle is one of my, like, usually one of my but, favorite movies. Hey, that's Bernie dope. Hudson that's in that dope. motherfucker too? Hey. That's what that shit, you, you, gonna, you gonna fuck with that. That shit was crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. Those are the top two, I think, for me. Enough is, I think that's Jennifer Lopez. That might be her best role, period. Yeah, probably. She has another one similar. Her only good role. Sorry. Yeah. But they said, <laughs> she, she got another one. They just said like that she was good at Hustlers. <laughs> I ain't seen that. I, I haven't watched it either. She got one called The Boy Next Door or something where it's this exact same type of... I think I've seen that. Is that when she... Uh... A teenage dude. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Same you, thing. Y'all ain't like Lakeview Terrace? <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was funny. What about you, Shelly? You got a list? Was yeah, Lakeview Terrace with Samuel L? Yeah. Yep. Um, that shit was crazy. I'm trying to think of stalker-ish things. What's the joint that... uh? Our buddy Tommy from Power was just in. It was another, it was with uh, Megan uh, Good and mm. Tommy that plays in Power. Oh, I, I watched that. Yeah, it was, oh, that was, that was, I won't say that was top, but that was something that was a little bit different. 
I liked how it veered away from the, like you said, the romantic stalking type of thing. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with the hand that rocks the cradle in terms of like being just kind of like, okay, this is this is what a stalker movie is about. The Intruder. That's the one with Megan Good. Yeah, yep, you're right. Yeah. Red Red Eye was a good one too. That's dope. Yeah. Oh, yes, I forgot about that one. A hundred movies that. more than this is the point. <laughs> I said it's 48. All right, we, was, we was going down the list. It's going to be 48. I'm telling you, right we'll, when we get to the, to the we'll bottom We'll be here five. all day. <laughs> telling you. If we do a top 50, it's going to be 40. You're like, all right, fuck it. Just put it on there. Like, if I was on a deserted island and this was the only DVD on the island, I'm just not watching our movies anymore. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> just talk to the coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Where that soccer ball at? I'm yeah, talking talk to, talk to the soccer ball. Uh, you gonna talk to Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all joining us. Thanks for uh, coming through, Shelly and uh, Tyler and AB, of course. For sure. Uh, where can they find you, AB? Man, Animal underscore Brown on Instagram. Check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast every Wednesday. All right. And of course, Shelly, Tyler, they're going to see y'all again. So, Y'all families. <laughs> we'll, we'll plug you out. Now Listing Podcast. I'll say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, pub your stuff. Yeah, Now Listing Podcast. You can find me there and Real with Rochelle for my real estate page and real estate podcast. See, we growing. We growing out here. I didn't know you had a podcast. I'm going to have to check it out, boo. Yes. All right, that'll do it for us this week. We out. Peace. Peace, y'all. <laughs>